The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out and save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find Welcome to 2021 Predictions Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to discuss all of our predictions for the wonder that is this year, that is 2021. Joining us for SEO Predictions Week on the Voices of Search podcast is both Jordan Cooney, who is a world-renowned SEO strategist and advisor to Search Metrics, and Tyson Stockton, Search Metrics' Vice President of Services. So far this week, Tyson, Jordan, and I have talked about our predictions for 2021, which include what's going to happen with how Google evaluates content, their technology, what's going to happen in alternative video and voice search. And yesterday we talked about some of the changes we think Google is going to make in shopping and their SERP integrations. Today, we're going to wrap up our 2021 predictions by talking about our guesses on what's going to happen with Google's legal issues. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, on with the show. Here's the last part of my conversation with Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton from Searchmetrics. Jordan, Tyson, welcome to the last episode of 2021 Predictions Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, Ben. Thanks for having us back. Look forward to wrapping this up. Excited to have you guys back on the show. Excited to wrap up 2021 Predictions Week. Don't tell anybody this is my last podcast of 2020. I'm really excited to wrap it up. (laughs) All right, guys. We saved the best for last. It's been one hell of a year for Google on the legal front. Lots of drama. We have an attorney general who you guys probably haven't seen this because it just happened in the last hour who resigned. He just stepped down. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) And 
11 states that are suing Google saying that they are anti-competitive, monopolistic. The big antitrust case happened in the you know back half of 2020. How do you think this is going to play out in 2021? Well, I think this is going to become a challenge for Google and for a lot of the big tech companies. It will require them to change their practices, regardless of whether or not the lawsuits are successful. It will ultimately ensure that there's more disclosure in terms of what they do and how they do things. Because to this date, even SEOs, it's often very difficult for us to understand how or what has changed. Less so on the why front. I mean, the why front, it's their search engine. The how and the what really matters because it helps us as SEOs better prepare, plan, and execute our own efforts. And so ultimately, I do think that these lawsuits will have an impact on their business. Tyson, what's your thought? How do you think the lawsuits are going to play out? I agree that it's definitely something that needs to be taken seriously. And I do expect there to be implications from it. I think it'll be more likely to come in the form of it. And we've alluded, you know, you've made comments on previous episodes of how it maybe will influence their decision making on whether it's like types of integrations bleed over between paid and organic. And I think the most likely scenario is that just because of this going on, it's going to influence some of those decisions from it. As far as what ultimate ruling like the government comes down and says to it, I anticipate that there'll be some, but I don't necessarily expect it to be this like massive blow and kind of cutting out the legs of Google, so to speak. So I think like they will be able to survive through this and navigate through the waters. But I do anticipate that there's going to be some indirect changes from Google's and also some of the other major players that are also potentially in these conversations that it will influence some of their kind of strategy and decision making. I have two predictions. I think Google wipes the floor with this lawsuit. I think they clean up and the lawsuit gets thrown out and it is like it never happened. And the reason why I think that happened is because I believe that this lawsuit was pretty darn politically motivated and we've seen a changing of the guard at the top of the political spectrum in the United States. So maybe there's some of the states that are rallying together, but I think that this was driven primarily from the federal government And I think that that lawsuit gets thrown out when there is a changing of the political controlling party. On the flip side, I don't think this is the last lawsuit. I think that Google is going to get into more trouble along with some of the rest of the technology community when it comes to the use of data, when it comes to customer protections and privacy. These are my predictions. Jordan, why don't you start first? What do you think is going to happen in terms of privacy and regulations when it comes to Google in 2021? I think you're absolutely right. And I actually think that there's another lawsuit that's underway right now where two former Google employees are suing Google over the use of basically technology and oversight that was being placed on their devices and on their daily work. And so basically, Google was watching and monitoring what they were doing. And these two employees became whistleblowers that, hey, look, this is kind of strange. Why is my employer watching my every move? And just that lawsuit alone is going to be a stepping stone to the broader conversation, which is, How are we protecting ourselves as a society from these big tech companies and ensuring that the data that is being aggregated and utilized about our children, about our friends, about our relationships, about our conversations is being properly protected? 
And I would expect that this is both a scenario that unfolds both in the courtrooms, so through lawsuits like this one around the employment practices that Google is using, as well as in our local and federal level at the lawmaking level. So our local congressmen and women who are making the laws that should be regulating and monitoring what these big tech companies do. And so I would anticipate there to be significant changes around that in the United States in 2021. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So Tyson, do you agree or disagree that Google is likely to escape from some of the anti-monopolistic charges that they're facing? I think they will escape away from it. I think it will still have an influence on their business practice. But I think coming back around to the point that you made, If you looked prior to the hearings, like the cases that were being made against it, I actually think that they probably had a stronger argument against some other companies that were in the big five other than Google. And once you saw them in front and when the type of questions they were getting, it was very much charged by like political bias and this kind of like filtering of information. So I think the questions and like how they were asking about it was very kind of like misleading to this politically charged agenda side of it. But then if you break it down to like, okay, why were they brought up in there? Well, it's a legitimate conversation or question to ask about Amazon giving preferred treatment and bias to their own, whether it's Amazon Essentials or it's looking at kind of like the distribution channels and like overall supply chain to like Roku and then creating the Fire Stick. There is some legitimacy in some of those cases, but I think how they were questioned, how they were asked about it, then just pulled the conversation into this more politically charged arena of what's going on. So it's like, I think the way that it was presented basically weakened the overall potential of the cases. And this isn't a great analogy, but I'm like, hey, if you look at the municipal companies and the options that we have from that standpoint... And then you look at these tech companies and to be honest, the first thing I was asking is tech companies need to get a lot better lobbyists and maybe pull from some of the same lobbyists as like PG&E and the municipal companies, which I see less options and more of a case that could be said of like, hey, they're having a monopoly potentially in different markets. 
one more reason why Google is going to walk away and not really feel a ton of effect from the current antitrust lawsuit is I think the Apple search engine is coming. And I think that's a 2021 thing as well. And so we're going to be sitting here saying, well, nobody can compete with Google on a search front. But by the way, the largest tech company and the largest company in the world just released a competitive product and has a distribution channel with just as many phones as Android or almost as many phones as Android. And all of a sudden, we're going to be sitting here saying, what are we talking about? Obviously, this isn't a monopoly when you're looking at Amazon and Apple being direct competitors in search by the end of the year. I do still think that the privacy concern is the biggest legal issue for Google. Tyson, I'm going to double back to you talking about your thoughts on what's going to happen with Google and privacy in 2021. Yeah, I think in a lot of ways, like we were kind of following suit of some of the developments from the EU is I do think it's going to be something that's going to be more and more prevalent. I think the user are just going to be kind of demanding a little more clarity around it. But honestly, I reflect back at the beginning of the year where they disassembled JumpShot. And even though, yes, that was a pretty intrusive data set and it's definitely a question mark. But it also shed light into a lot of what's going on with Google. And without having those third-party providers to it, you lose a little bit of the transparency that you had when we did have that data set available. So I think the privacy concerns will increase as the consumers are more and more aware of how it impacts their lives or how it might be influencing them. And I think with that, then we'll see strengthening policies and kind of like catching up to basically the industry where your average consumer still today, but less so than maybe a year ago, didn't understand or weren't aware of the amount of data that was actually being gathered and collected on them. It's going to be an interesting year for the technology community in general. And I do think that it's going to be a multi-front war, whether we're talking about privacy, whether we're talking about antitrust regulations. I do think that the federal government, even the states and local governments are going to be more involved in understanding and trying to legislate how technology companies own and control our data. Fellas, it's been a heck of a year in 2020. I don't know how to tell you this. I'm happy it's over from a podcast recording perspective. It's been a pleasure talking with you guys. Any last words on predictions for 2021 or thoughts on what happened in 2020? For one, I'm thoroughly looking forward to this upcoming year. I hope topics like COVID will be much less visited or at least less frequently visited on this podcast and in our day-to-day lives. So for one, I'd say I'm really looking forward to turning the page. I think also as far as the industry and the market goes, there's going to be a lot of opportunities within search in the upcoming year. So I think from just career opportunity and that side of this business, I think it's a good place for all of us to be in. I can't disagree with anything Tyson said. And I think the most exciting thing is, especially for the new SEOs out there, is that this is going to be a really interesting and pivotal year as we all develop and grow and gain new skills. Because I anticipate this being a big year of Google changes, some that we discussed here and some that we didn't discuss. And we should all get ready for an exciting and thrilling 2021. All I can tell you is if 2021 is anything like 2020, none of these predictions will come true and we'll be talking about something totally different by the end of the year. And that wraps up our 2021 Predictions Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan or Tyson, you can find links to their LinkedIn profiles in our show notes. You can contact them on Twitter, 
Jordan's handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. And Tyson's handle is Tyson underscore Stockton. You could also visit their personal websites, which is jordancooney.com and tysonstockton.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs. Because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Music.